Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. They say it's in your blood, a game that can't be won only played a love affair it satisfies the soul and frustrates the intellect the greatest game ever played golf it's real and this is real golf radio with brian taylor and bob casper son of legendary golfer billy casper talking golf with you for more than two decades and now here's brian and bob yeah, welcome in to another edition of Real Golf Radio, PGA Championship recap style. we got a good show for you. Jeff Babineau, who was riding for the PGA of America last week at Southern Hills, and he's at the Senior PGA this week. He'll join us. Troy Merritt, also here in the first hour. Finished tied 41st. Played the weekend. Led the field in strokes gained around the green. The guy knows how to get it around once you get him to the green. And... <laughs> That wasn't nice. That was a little harsh. Well, you know. (laughs) And then, of course, America's favorite caddy will join us on uh, the back nine. Hour number two of the show, Bob Casper, whose dad's three-time major championship winner. And uh, the tweet that you shared around from the – was it the PGA of America? It was uh, Golf Digest posted it. Golf Digest. It said uh, players with three or more majors have achieved greatness. That's right. So I uh, shared the picture with my – family, my mom and my children and my wife. And I said, Papa, which they referred him to was greatness. Absolutely. Yep. Indeed. Yep. The great Billy Casper, uh, 51 wins on the PGA tour, a pair of us opens and the 1970 masters and the leading all time points earner for the U S side on the Ryder cup team. Yep. Yep. Made eight consecutive Ryder cuts. That's no captain's picks. And then captained successfully. So That's correct. Um, pretty amazing career. The PGA of America's Distinguished Service Award winner as well. So uh, the accolades can go on and on. But, yeah, that is greatness. JT, Justin Thomas, at 29 years young, is knocking on the door of greatness. He now is mm-hmm. a two-time major championship winner. Both of them want to make her trophies. And what a comeback. Seven shots down with 18 holes to play on a great big golf course. And a caddy giving him a pep talk, telling him, just don't get so frustrated and hard on yourself and just stay within yourself and go out and play. He doesn't look at a board. And next thing you know, he's winning in a playoff. I mean, phenomenal stuff out there at Southern Hills. We're going to get into that coming up. Will Zalatoris. And that putting stroke, we'll talk about it. Mito Pereira, I think he gained a lot of fans last week. and A heartbreaker for Mito. Southern Hills, the golf course. We'll get into that and the major setups and how the PGA does it. Plus, when do we think we'll actually see Phil Mickelson again? We'll talk about it all as we continue here on Phil Golf Radio. 
Why do you play Chrome Soft? It helps me win majors. Same here. I agree. Yo, we want to hit those bombs. Oh, like these? And you? I get way better consistency. And control. There's just no ball that's better. Chromesoft. Better for the best. Better for everyone. There are currently 2 million American spouses and children whose family member was killed or disabled in defense of our country, which is why I founded The Folds of Honor providing educational scholarships to the families of 1% of the Americans who protect our freedom. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Thank you for supporting the Folds of Honor. Please join our squadron today. Your $13 a month speaks volumes and changes lives forever. By now, you've probably heard about the new golf resort coming to St. George, Utah, Black Desert Resort at Entrada. This is going to revolutionize what Utah has to offer in a year-round one-stop golf and vacation experience. At Black Desert Resort, you'll get to play the new 19-hole Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course, hone your game at the state-of-the-art practice facility, and have a blast on the 36-hole putting course, and that's just getting started. Black Desert Resort features a resort center hotel, several residential villages designed for your vacation mood, including a family village offering endless fun in the water park. On-site shopping, dining, spa, hiking, and biking trails just begin to describe Black Desert Resort, situated below Snow Canyon and close to everything. Explore the exclusive real estate opportunities available at blackdesertresort.com. That's blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort at Entrada, unlike anything you've experienced before. For over two decades, First Tee has created experiences that build character. We believe every kid deserves to feel supported, safe to try something new, and to be prepared for what comes next. We develop their swing, but more importantly, their inner strength. Because we know what's inside doesn't just count, it changes the game. Come join us at First Tee. Visit firsttee.org. Think speed, we think about speed tuning every aspect of the new Rogue ST drivers. Really? I just think about hitting bombs. Yeah, past him. When we think total power, we think of our tungsten speed cartridge. A what speed cartridge? I don't know, but I like what it does. When we think max distance, we think... Oh, that's bomb! With our fastest, most stable driver ever, there's only one thing you'll think about. Nastier bombs. Think speed. Go Rogue with Callaway, the kings of distance. Back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. And this segment is brought to you by Callaway Golf. The Kings of Distance announce a 50% trade-in bonus. If you place an order with trade-in clubs, you'll receive an additional 50% trade-in bonus when you apply a coupon that you can get right from CallawayGolf.com. I'll just give you the coupon code right here. It's May Bonus. That's it. May bonus as in you may bonus 50 percent, or also the month of may however you like to think about it may bonus will give you 50 percent as you trade in your clubs for a new set of the rogue sts mm, or maybe the apex family because remember the apexes are every two years so the apex yep. 21s will go through this year and then we'll anticipate 
the newest rev in 23 of the Apex family. In the meantime, though, the Rogue ST family of clubs available at CallawayGolf.com. All right, we thank you for joining us. Bob, I, the narrative was written. The scribes were typing an old-fashioned verbiage there, and they were ready to talk about how the big stars, the, the veterans, the guys that were expecting the, 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 the biggest names in the game didn't show up to the one of the big parties, the big, one of the four big parties on the PGA Tour. They were mm-hmm. ready to write it. What happened to these guys? How is it that somebody without even a PGA Tour win could go out and win the PGA Championship at famed Southern Hills, which has a list of who's who as champions? And then Justin Thomas puts on a marvelous performance on Sunday, shoots yeah. the third 67 of the week for, for JT, and ends up in a playoff with Will Zalatoris, and it delivered JT hoist the Wanamaker trophy. So all of a sudden, it went from who's who to, oh, who's that? And a lot of people who bet on JT, including you with our fellow uh, morning show here on our flagship yeah. station, 97.5-1280 The Zone in Salt Lake City, you picked JT, so you were the big winner, winner, chicken dinner. You know, it's kind of interesting that he was able to do that and shoot 67 in the final round, even with a shank on this off the tee on number six. Ooh. He says he's never won a tournament with a shank. I mean, go figure. Okay. <laughs> um, and, you know, the the comments that uh, Jim Bones Mackay uh, gave to him the night before um, the final round when he said, you know, um, don't don't get in your way. You know, everybody messes up. Don't allow yourself to focus on that. And he said, just allow yourself to be great. Allow yourself to play well. And and basically, Justin Thomas said that meant the world to him. And he went home with a great frame of mind. And and it was just a matter at that point in time. You got five or six guys at the top of the leaderboard that had no major championships under their belt. Some of them hadn't even won a PGA Tour event, uh, the majority of them. And then... All the way down there, seven shots back, you got Justin Thomas and Bubba Watson. And if anybody was going to make a move, I felt it was Justin Thomas. He'd been playing some great golf this year. He's been close many, many times. And it started that way. Mito Pereira, who was leading, uh, had a couple-shot lead. He was the guy that flinched first with the bogey at number two. And it showed him kind of an uneasiness. And then he was able to get it back on three but I'll tell you what, it just kind of crept creeping along, and he and Zalatoris fighting it out um, hole after hole after hole. And then um, Cameron gets in there too. And, uh, yeah, it was – I'll tell you what. It was everything you would want to watch in a major championship coming down the stretch. Are the, are the newbies going to hold on, uh, the guys that don't have the experience, or is Justin Thomas going to keep coming along? And I texted you with about three or four holes to play. And I said, watch out for Justin Thomas. You did. There's a lot to unpack there, Bob. But remember, Justin Thomas is from Kentucky. And we saw a long shot come from way back in the pack to win the Kentucky Derby this year. When the difference is, is that in this case, JT was one of the front runners and it was the long shots that were in the lead, right? But nevertheless, it was a it was much like the Kentucky Derby coming down the stretch. Um, you, you mentioned Bones and his pep talk. The thing that stands out to me as you were talking is it takes an experienced, confident caddy like Bones to be able to say that to a player like JT. Yeah. Not every caddy can do that. 
So when you start thinking about the value that a caddy could provide, that's unique. We'll talk to the America's favorite caddy about that coming up on the back nine. You, you also talked about JT keeping his head down. Didn't look at a board. How in the world can you not look yeah. at the board? And as I've replayed that over and over in my mind, on the one hand, I'd want to know so much where I stood so that I could either give me some excitement or, or some encouragement or discourage. But then, as, then the, the flip side of that is it doesn't really matter. No. Those guys could do whatever those guys are going to do. All I can do, speaking as if I was in that situation that JT's in, is just go out and try to play my best and yeah, let the take chips care fall. Of yourself. But it's the hardest thing to do in golf. It is. Because Absolutely in other sports, it it's it's all about the scoreboard. Yep. Yep. Like you don't, you, there's certain strategies you employ based on the scoreboard. Yep. But in golf, you almost just have to stick to the plan and try to make as many birdies as you can and see where it all ends up. And it ended up with JT hitting some clutch. Now, the other thing you said was, it was exciting. Yeah, I'll give it to you. It was exciting. There was an excitement about it. But for a while there, and I texted you this, it felt like nobody wanted to win this thing. <laughs> I mean, I was seeing guys missing fairways, two fairways over. And you guys were duffing chips. They were putting things. Like, it was it was ugly. It was ugly. And JT, I'll tell you what, he outclassed him. He did. And he was he was hitting some shots. You know, and he was confident. And, and the way he played 17 and 18 in regulation, and then again in the playoff, quite frankly, yeah. Uh, yeah. that was some pretty freaking studly play. Yeah, 16, 17, and 18 were the – well, it wasn't. It was – 13, 17, and 18. 13, 17, and 18. So par 5, par 4, drivable par 4, and then that beast of a par 4, the 18th hole, and JT shot 2 under par. Will Zalator shot 1 under par and gets his fifth of eight top 10 finishes in majors, of which he has two runners-up so far. He's only played seven of them. And he's only – yeah, yeah, he's got five. He's got five, five top tens and seven. The last seven. Yeah, it's it's. He's a phenomenal player, and his comments were when he, you know, after the event, you know, um, that he feels like I'll get one. Yeah, he's too young to be the right. proverbial bridesmaid. He's not. You can't start going oh for at counting, right? You can't go oh for seven and counting with Wills. He's too young. Phil Mickelson got in that oh for count. Ever the bridesmaid, yeah. right? You know yeah. what I mean. But I don't yep. think that discussion can be had because Zalatoris is experiencing early in his career, yeah. which leads you more to think the narrative is going to be, "Hey, he keeps putting his nose in there enough times, he's going to win a few." Yeah, yeah, and so. I and I agree. I mean, the kid's too good. He's a phenomenal ball striker, um, and it's fun to watch him play when he gets under the heat. Jeff Babineau is writing for PGA of America. All last week, we'll welcome him to the show next and get his thoughts on the PGA Championship at Southern Hills. Stay tuned. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968
Let's say life knocks on your door and you need money to live on or pay bills. What do you do? Would your life be better if you were able to take the equity you've built in your home and spend it any way you want? Here's an idea. Call Easy Knock. They can help you convert the equity in your home into cash in just a few days. If your home is worth $100,000 or more, Easy Knock will buy it from you. You get the money you need and you stay in your home as a renter. Plus, depending on your program, you can buy it back at any time. If you think you might not qualify, remember, they can say yes when your bank says no. Call Easy Knock now and get the cash you need out of your home. Easy Knock is not a lender. Its products are not available in all markets. Terms and conditions apply. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. That's 800-245-9187. Come on. You watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. <laughs> Good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than 1000 If you owe the IRS 5000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back. Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. And uh, pleased to welcome in our next guest, good friend of the show. And he's been writing for the PGA last week at the PGA Championship. And he's at the Senior PGA this week in Michigan. Veteran golf journalist Jeff Babineau joining us right now. Babs, how are you, man? I'm doing good. Good to be with you guys. Yeah, man. Always good to be with you as well. Uh, so, I mean, it felt like, and tell me if I'm wrong in this, it felt like it was headed for a bit of a dud, and then all of a sudden it turned into an epic finish there at the PGA Championship. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of what, what we like to call two-way traffic, right, on <laughs> Sunday, which is always exciting. You know, I mean, it's tough. It's guys, you know, there's a lot of inexperience on the leaderboard, uh, made it really tough for those guys to hold on. I mean, never mind chasing your first major. A lot of these guys were chasing their first victory, period. Uh, and I think JT had a big edge there, and he even acknowledged that later. You know, he, he knew going in, he, a lot of crazy things could happen. There's going to be a tough setup. There's going to be a lot of bogeys, and if you kind of hang in there and keep your head down, something might happen. You know, and that's the thing I was going to ask you. As you know, you had uh, Pereira and Zalatoris, and um, a, lo- a lot of those guys. Um, let me see, Cameron Young was another one. Those Cameron guys never Young, had a major right. championship. There was a couple other more too. And then you, could, you just kept going down the down the list, down the list, down the list. And there's JT and Bubba. 
And uh, even though they were seven shots back, I'll tell you what, they were still in the mix, weren't they? They were. And, I mean, you had to have a lot of, you know, we talked today about Toronto media about it. Just the the weeks you win sometimes when you just get the right touch of fate, you know. VT uh, talked to Rocco today. He was talking about a week he won where he holds four shots at Fry's from the fairway. Uh, one of them was a hole-in-one. And on Sunday, he had a five-footer to win. You know, I mean, it's just crazy stuff like that. Well, JT, how many times are you going to get up and down on that sixth hole for uh, bogey from, what, 100, you know, after his shank, which was incredible. He, he holds a 65-footer on 11, and you don't even really feel he's in it until then. All of a sudden, he birdies 11-12. Nito starts making some bogeys, and... All of a sudden, you have a ball game. But but it's just funny to me how there are so many guys ahead of him, even with a round of level par on Sunday, that would have walked away with that trophy. And the narrative is still then, why can't JT get over the hump and, and win, you know, since the, his player's victory? So it's amazing how that works. He played great. He shot 60, 70, tied for a low round of the day. When you do that late on a Sunday, uh, that's going to make a significant move. Jeff Babineau joining us, and it's interesting. I used to be one that really rooted for the the big names that created more excitement, that type of thing. But I, I found as I've gotten older, I, I really am intrigued by these younger players, and I think they're all prodigies of or products of Tiger Woods, who you know, you know, the oh. Curtis Strange, you know, telling Tiger, "You'll learn," you know, that you don't just come out and win right away, and of course. We all learned about you know how Tiger went out and dominated yeah. right away, and then and, and then you've seen the players right. that come out. It's not that way anymore. You don't have to cut your teeth and then win majors in your thirties. These guys come right out with all the confidence, and a lot of that has to do, I think, with the Corn Ferry Tour breeding winners and success right out the gate. And you know, Pereira had three wins last year on the Corn Ferry Tour, so the guy knows how to win. And I find myself intrigued with these stories, you know, the Cam Youngs and the yeah. Zalatoris. And, and so when I say dud, I, I meant that, you know, a lot of people would look at it and say, where are the big names? Where are the guys that you would expect? Where's Rom? Where's, you know, Scotty Scheffler, the number one player in the world? Where, how come Rory disappeared? You know, where's, you know, Finau and all these guys that you kind of expect to go out and, and contend Spieth, who's looking for the career Grand Slam. Uh, and yet it, it turned out to be super compelling. I, I suppose... If Mito had gone on to pick up his first PGA Tour win and a major championship, a little bit of that would have been the narrative, don't you think? Oh, huge. I mean, that, no, I, I totally felt for that kid. I felt for Joaquin Neiman watching him. Hmm, yeah. Uh, it, was, it was heartbreaking to see. I mean, imagine what that means if uh, he went back to Chile as, as a major champion. I mean, that could change the face of golf there. Um, I caught Cameron Young after him. He's sitting there staring into his locker. He was crushed. I mean, he made a bad double bogey on 16. He's a, he finishes a shot out of that playoff. He was there all day, and he's tired of these close calls. You know, he just has not played on, on Sunday. And I asked him what he, he's going to learn from that, and it's not that, he can, not that he can win. It's that he could actually go out there on Sunday and play his regular game, shoot 31-32 on the back and win by a bunch because he's been there a lot. And uh, now has five top threes. So, yeah, it's, it's just different narratives, right? It's um, the, the story of Southern Hills is that the cream rises. You have all these Hall yeah. of Fame winners. Uh, the only guy that isn't in the Hall of Fame, I think of the seven majors that had been there previously, you could argue is borderline, could be, right? A two-time major champion in Dave Stockton. So 
Uh, and, and it certainly looks like Justin Thomas is headed on that way there with 15 wins and two majors, and he's not yet 30. So, I mean, I think they kept the storyline of Southern Hills. You know, it's interesting. Um, the guy that finished um, second and was in the playoff with Justin Thomas, Will Zalatoris, you know, he burst on the scene uh, with his first major championship, so to speak, at Augusta where he finished runner-up. Now he's have five out of eight finishes top tens in major championships. Don't you think it's just a matter of time for this guy to, first of all, get a, get a win, and second of all, to be able to knock off a major or so? Yeah, and a bunch of wins, right? I mean, I, I think if you look at it this time last year, right, or even through Christmas, we're talking about when is Scotty Scheffler going to break through? Well, how did that work out? And, and Zalatoris is a kid who grew up with Scotty Scheffler. He's played with that kid his whole life. And, and those are exactly both of their talent levels. So, I mean, you don't think he's confident that suddenly he's going to knock a few down. I think he's really confident. He, uh, for 25, he, he carries himself as kind of an old, as an old sort, doesn't he? He just, um, I think it's cool that way. He's, he's kind of a traditional player. He's a great ball striker. He's, his putting stroke makes all of us nervous. But <laughs> in the big events, like the Masters, he's putted very well. His coach, Josh Gregory, had told me on Friday night, he goes, he loves these greens because there's a lot of movement in them and it, and it kind of makes him be creative. So everyone that thinks, you know, I think he's hundred, he was 185th in strokes game putting. But at a few of these majors, he certainly hasn't been. None of the finishes he's had. So, yeah, I mean, we, we had this whole conversation. When is Scotty Scheffler going to break through? And then we watched it. And I think Zalatoris and even a Cameron Young right next to him. You know, they're both for college teammates. Uh, those guys are going to get their trophy pretty soon. Jeff Babineau joining us here on Real Golf Radio. So uh, with the idea that, you know, big names should be winning major championships, you got a two-timer there in Rory who opened with a 65. I know you've you know, been following Rory. What, what's, your, what's your take on him? Because I think a lot of people – you know, scratch their heads a bit. He's, he seems like, you know, it's, it's hard not to root for Rory. He just is so, so easy to root for. And yet he seems to kind of let you down, uh, from a fan standpoint, yeah. uh, on, on these major championships. Well, I mean, honestly, he's got areas of his game. He's just going to be better. Right. I mean, he, he got the hard part out of the way. He looked so free and easy in that opening 65. He's always been a front runner. Then you've got the, uh, when you had the rain early Saturday and it softened the course, I mean, all those majors have been on softer setups, right? Um, I just thought that would play in perfectly for him. Those fairways got a little wider. Southern Hills was different. It wasn't tr- the tree-lined Southern Hills we've all seen through the years. It was it was open uh, enough to, if you want to take the chance with driver, I and mean, we saw what Rory could do with driver. So it just set up so perfectly for him. I think that was part of his frustration. Um, but it's just too many times he has, um, I, I see a couple things with him, you know, his, his 74 sometimes he has patches in there where he just needs to not fight hard enough. And uh, those 74s, you've got to turn into 72s, you know, uh, Bones had the big talk with JT on Saturday night that his 74, you know, as, as mad as, as Justin was, uh, he was playing great. It wasn't that bad around and he's in the hunt. I mean, the whole idea is having a chance on Sunday. And Justin Thomas said he ended up leaving in a pretty good frame of mind. So, you know, with Rory, he just had too many holes also where he had short irons in his hand and wasn't making birdies. He had the early birdie run, and he kind of looked like a guy who could 
maybe he's going to go crazy low on Sunday and win chasing, which would be a good way for him to win. And it's just not happening. And each time it does, he's more frustrated. And he's thinking about how long it's been since he's won that major. And, and bottom line, it's just really hard to win. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, you mentioned Bones and the the talk he had with Justin Thomas. What about after he was done? I, I loved when he said, you know, you can ask my wife. This is the guy, the only guy that I would come back to caddy yeah. for, and it was Justin Thomas with his array of right. shots, the different shots he can hit, all those things, and uh, and and leave his career, you know, of being a commentator or a, a color guy roving on the golf course, um, and you know would love to go back and do that again. But Justin Thomas is the guy that he wanted to be with. Yeah, he, he really likes Justin. He, um, I remember Bones and back when he was on Fieldberg, they got a pairing with Justin. Justin was pretty young, at a major, um, and I asked him about him. I said, "What do you think about Justin?" And everything at the time was one speed with him. That's when he would, you know, be 130 out and he'd be, you know, crushing these short irons, and he just had to develop more touch and feel and and uh, distance control with those shorter irons different speeds. I mean, I think one really impressive thing with Justin is two of his better rounds this year come in really tough conditions, right? When he has to be creative and get knockdown shots and take more club on holes. So I, I think that shows the growth as a player. And I think Bones is a big part of that. And it, it's a huge win for Bones. Yeah, he left a nice cushy gig. You know, he's, he's walking out there with two replaced knees carrying a microphone. And that's certainly uh, easier than carrying a 40-pound golf bag. And uh, but he, he saw something special in Justin to make a good team, and uh, and Bones I think isn't afraid to step up and, and tell him stuff he needs to hear. So uh, it was great, and the fact that you know Phil never let Bones keep those championship flags, so the fact that Bones got one to to bring home was kind of cool. So um, yeah, it was a good win. He, he was emotional about it, and made, you know makes his move certainly pay off, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, and and it's ironic that he gets that W in the one that Phil was supposed to be back to defend and wasn't. So yeah. that's a I don't know. Yeah. That's, that, can't make plenty, that stuff up, right? Plenty of irony. Right? Yes. Plenty of irony. Hey, so when do you think we'll Good see for, Phil? Uh, ship, <laughs> Good for shipnuck book sales for sure. Right. <laughs> what? Well, it is an int- I read. I've read yeah. about a third of it. I haven't gotten. I I, I kind of skipped to the back and read those chapters. But um, wh- when do you think we'll see Phil again? And when? What's your take on? You know, all the, you know, Ricky's still saying he's weighing odds on, on LIV. What, yeah. what do you think? It's interesting. I go all over the place with it, honestly. Um, I think we might, you know, maybe we'll see Phil in London, right? That's when he's going to go. And um, But, you know, if you're that group, wherever he goes, he's, you know, he steps on the, somebody's um, front stoop with a, you know, it's just going to be a bombshell week, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought the PGA would be a good landing for him. I mean, he was the defending champion. He certainly deserved to be there. He was invited to be there. Um, and, and he could have got a lot of things out of the way. So, But, I mean, you don't even hear people say they see him playing golf around San Diego. So maybe it's a, a faraway thing for him. He's not even thinking of it. I mean, who knows if he's even ready to play when they when they start up the live tour. And, um I don't know. I mean, I really did think we would see him in Tulsa. I was kind of surprised. And um, it's, you know, it, it 
caused a lot of, yeah, there was already a lot of Saudi talk there. Yeah. Uh, that's growing closer and closer. And if Phil been there, it could have been pretty crazy. So, even if you break the space-time continuum. Wait, every time you wake up is the same day? That's terrible. Yeah, don't worry, I call Progressive. Their 24-7 protection still works even if my day does last forever. Yeah, but don't you want it to end? Are you kidding? I win the lottery whenever I want and never regret anything. It's the best. Yeah, that's a good point. Progressive offers more than a great price when you bundle home and auto. We offer round-the-clock protection, which literally means anytime. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Remember your favorite movie moments? Ever thought about collecting them and connecting with your favorite creators? Now you can turn that wish into a reality with Real 8. Real 8 is an inaugural NFT marketplace for fans to collect exclusive behind-the-scenes moments. With Real 8, you can access unique experiences like meeting the cast and crew live. Visit real8.com slash USA now to join a community of like-minded fans and get even closer to the films you love. Don't miss the latest NFT drop. Check out real8.com slash USA. That's R-E-E-L, the number 8.com slash USA. Do you have no credit or bad credit? Well, now it's no problem with YourCreditPulse.com. Our experts have the comprehensive knowledge to help you aggressively navigate and remove any irregularities from your credit report. Call 559-761-9421 for the solution you've been looking for, from buying a house or a car or securing your next personal or small business loan. All you have to do to get started with a confidential and free consultation is call 559-761-9421 or go to our website at YourCreditPulse.com now. If you work remote, Staples has you covered. A storage cabinet that I can roll out of the way on weekends? Staples has you covered with stylish and functional home office furniture and decor curated by Staples Work From Home Style Squad. And now, enter the Staples Find Your Work From Home Style sweepstakes to win a home office makeover. Explore solutions for your workspace at Staples. See staplesconnect.com slash style for rules and details. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Open to legal residents of the 50 U.S. and D.C., 18 and older, and 6'7". Have you ever wished the student-athlete in your family could play baseball against teams in the Caribbean? Well, now they can set sail and do just that with Team Avenue Baseball on one of its iconic Caribbean cruise camps. That's right. If they love baseball and want an experience they'll never forget, then you need to call 559-321-6701 or visit TeamAvenueBaseball.com right now. Founded by former pro ball players, TeamAvenueBaseball.com will lead to the baseball adventure of a lifetime. Call 559-321-6701 now. Attention weekend gardeners, don't let insect pests destroy your hard work. Fight back with Maggie's Farm, created by pest control professionals. Maggie's Farm plant and mineral-based products provide amazingly effective insect control, like our 3-in-1 garden spray for organic gardening. Deadly on garden insects, but safe to use around children and pets. Maggie's Farm, lethal to bugs, easy on the planet. Now, for a limited time, get a free box of our patented no-spill and kill bait stations with purchase at greenbugkiller.com. That's greenbugkiller.com. Yeah, you thought it might have happened at the PGA, and now, who knows? I mean, he's not going to drop it on Jack's doorstep, I don't think, at Memorial. So, um, who knows where he is competitively unless he wants to play right now until he gets other things figured out. And all you do is give him space, and and we'll see him when we see him. Mm. Well, we can continue to speculate and talk about that as we go on. I wanted to ask some follow-ups. But let me, since we're out of time, let me ask you just this. Overall, Southern Hills as as a major championship venue, what was your take? I think it's a really cool place. I mean, there's, um, you know, Dave Stockton had a cool theory on it. Then, you know, you talk about, oh, what's what the greatest golf course in the country? And it's Pine Valley and Pebble and all these places you think about, you know, Cypress Point on the coast. 
you know, Oklahoma's a flyover state, and, and Southern Hills with the Gil Hinch redo, I thought was awesome. I mean, I, I covered the senior PGA there last year. Uh, watch this year's PGA. I mean, minus five was your winning score. Um, so it certainly held up in that standpoint. And, uh, and, and we're going to throw in finish. Uh, honestly, the one thing you didn't have with all the great champions, you didn't have a lot of close finishes. I mean, you had a playoff in the U.S. Open with Goose and Mark Brooks, but you didn't have a lot of – everything else was like two-shot wins, things like that. So to see a, you know, a playoff here and a close finish and a wild Sunday, uh, I mean, I thought it, it checked all the boxes. So I, was, I thought it was a really cool place to watch a major. Yeah, I agree. And it's good to see those guys have to grind it out and maybe yep. some unpredictable conditions. Speaking of the bunkers and other things, I think it's great. Uh, <laughs> got to adapt, man. You got to adapt. Same, so. same, same bunker sand as 07, by the way. So it's amazing how, how the narratives take off, you know. Mm. One player here is another guy and off they go. But no, no different sand than they played in 07. <laughs> There you go. I love it. Well, Jeff, thanks for taking some time, man. We appreciate it. It was good to run into you last week, and uh, you did some great work with the PGA, stayed busy. So uh, nice job, and we'll catch up to you again. Okay, boys. Good to talk to you, and uh, you guys have a good week. Yeah, you do as well. Jeff Babineau, you can catch him uh, right in for the PGA, senior PGA this week at Harbor Shores. We'll take a short break. More Real Golf continues next. Back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, thanks for joining us here. Uh, pleased to welcome in uh, the man who participated in the PGA Championship. We visited with him at the after the first round and went on to play all four, which uh, I know I'm sure he was really happy about. And now he's getting ready for the Charles Schwab Challenge at Colonial. Two-time winner on the PGA Tour, Troy Merritt, joining us right now. Troy, how are you? Hey guys, thanks uh, for having me back on. I'm uh, doing just fine, just enjoying Texas. You're enjoying Texas, and I was always going to ask you: Are you not completely wiped out from taking on Southern Hills for for a week? No, you know, I played Southern Hills. I was pretty well drained Sunday night, and then I decided to rest with a or during a five hour car ride from Tulsa down. First hour and a half of which we're in steady downpour. Actually, we almost got struck by lightning coming mm. through one of the small towns in Oklahoma. So I. Yeah, I've since uh, recovered. I'll be good to go by Memorial next week. <laughs> this ought to be a pretty good golf course for you. It's not a golf course where you, you know, you just bang it long and stuff like that. It's more of a ball strikers golf course or a position type of golf course, don't you think? Yeah, I, I really appreciate golf courses where we get to play chess around them, where there's uh, multiple options off the tees, and you got to play the angles, and you get you know you have to know where you have to miss it, and. You know, sometimes, you know, fringe or just off the green short side, it can be better than middle of the green. And there's several of those here at uh, Colonial. Uh, this is my fourth go around. I think the first time here I tied for 17th. Then I threw in an MC hammer. And last year uh, we birdied for the last six for uh, seventh place. So uh, a little bit of both uh, at Colonial for me. So, Troy, uh, last week at Southern Hills, it felt like it was bomber golf course, but also required the chess. Is that what may, or could you describe, or how would you describe Southern Hills and, and what it took to get around there? Yeah, I think that's pretty accurate. I think I saw a quote from Spieth uh, saying that uh, Southern Hills reminded him of Colonial just on steroids where he mm. could hit more drivers. And I think that was pretty accurate. I mean, with, with how 
sloped those greens were, you couldn't miss on the wrong side of the fairway, and you definitely could not miss on the wrong side of the greens, especially in some of those bunkers, which uh, we struggled with for the most part of the week. I think most guys, I mean, found a ton of bunkers. I think I was in 19 greenside bunkers last week. I don't know the last time I was in 19 greenside bunkers for a tournament. But, uh, yeah, I mean, our short game was uh, was on point last week, and I think we led the field in strokes games around the green, probably the only reason why we played the weekend. Uh, so, yeah, hopefully uh, more uh, this week. I mean, scrambling and putting have been the, the key to the year so far, and, you know, if we could just get a good, solid ball striking week, maybe we could uh, do some damage. Well, to that you know? end – oh, sorry, Bob, to that end, real quick, uh, your highest score was 73. Um, that That's – that's not also probably leading the field of guys that made the cut. Uh, seventy three net sixty five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's pretty. That's pretty good. Okay, so I was going to say early in the week, you know, we saw you on Thursday, um, hot day. Uh, Friday, kind of a hot, windy day as well, and then all of a sudden it gets really cold. Uh, on the weekend, how tough is it, especially in major championship, to have that drastic of a change in temperatures between rounds and um, and to finish out the weekend with with cooler weather instead of hotter weather? Yeah, you throw in. I mean, not only did it get you know thirty, even forty degrees cooler uh, on Saturday and Sunday than it did earlier in the week. I mean, we we still had a pretty nice north northeast northeast wind blowing. Uh, those final two days. So, I mean, on a, on a hard golf course, that's very demanding. You know, you throw in, you know, the ball's not going to carry as far. Uh, you've got the wind coming from the opposite direction you've been practicing it in. Uh, the golf course was a different animal on the weekend. And, uh, you, you know, it, it hurt a lot of guys. And obviously the guys that, that fared the best are at the top of the leaderboard. But and it's just tough. I mean, making those changes, you kind of spur the moment when, when things are, uh, you know, most critical. I just have to trust on what you're feeling and uh, and go with it. Troy Merritt joining us here on Real Golf Radio. How much in a in a major venue? How much more does it require of you from your game uh, than uh, say a regular course, a regular tour event course? You know, I, I think uh, I think patience is, is what is required more in majors than you know, a regular tour stop. I mean, I hit the ball very similar to how I have the last few months, which is mediocre at best. And I had to rely on my short game. And, you know, if you're relying on your short game time and time again, that's going to touch your patience, you know, making a bogey, uh, you know, especially a floppy bogey and knowing that you're probably not going to have that many chances to get it back. Um, it, it really tests what you're made of mentally uh, to keep, uh, you know, on your game plan, you know, not really firing at pins, but to make sure you, you, you give yourself some decent chances and not to be too aggressive. And, and fortunately for us last week, since I think, I don't, I don't even know if I hit half the, the fairways and greens last week, but I uh, stayed patient and let the scrambling and the putting uh, uh, do the talking. And as a result, we got to play all four days. You've, you've played quite a few major championships throughout your career. Rank this one, or maybe not rank it, but tell us what your critique of this um, PGA championship was there at Southern Hills last week. You know, all of the PGAs I've played in have offered something dis- uh, different. And the, the two that I felt that I had the best chance of playing four rounds were the two that I made the cut in. My first one at Whistling Straits and then this one, you know, kind of, uh, uh, you know, had to play chess uh, for the most part, you know, a little bit of distance here and there. But uh, Baltasar didn't suit me. Beth Page Black is, 
not my favorite golf course. And uh, Bell Reeve was a little bit tough, but I'll give myself a pass coming right off the blood clot uh, surgery uh, five days before the first round. I mean, the PGA Championships, are, they, they've, uh, they've tested me more. I mean, the, the three U.S. Opens I've played, Aaron Hills you know, won't really count too much as US, as your traditional U.S. Open, but Wingfoot and Torrey Pines, patience again. Uh, you know, made, made both cuts, and even though probably shouldn't have bomber golf courses. Um, not so much missing in the right spots there, but just getting it down as far as you can. But uh, just staying patient. And then the Masters, obviously, you got to stay patient. Uh, one for one there. And then first go around St. George uh, for the for the British Open last year. Just had a real cold putter, and I think we ended up missing the cup by one. But the, the thing that I take away from all of them is, is patience. And, you know, and, and if you can uh, take what you've learned in the majors and apply it to the regular tour events, which I need to do a little bit better job of, uh, it would just be uh, be as patient as can be, and I think the guy that I got on the back now, Bobby Brown, really helps me do that, and and uh, hopefully we can just keep uh, having some success going forward. Troy Merritt joining us here on Real Golf Radio. By the way, you hit forty eight point six percent of your greens for the week. So you know you yeah, that's about, that's about your free throw percentage. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a little dyslexic there. I think it was probably eighty four point six, but yeah, pretty close. So uh, no, that was my free. That was my free throw percentage. <laughs> hey, I could make free throws, pal. That's what I could do. I didn't have anything else to, to hang my head on, but I could make free throws. Uh, <laughs> you you were like six. You can't talk smack to me. You were like six. What is? Come on, man. Uh, anyway, uh, hey, one of the things I found to be interesting uh, was. Uh, Justin Thomas afterwards said that he didn't look at the board at all on Sunday. I just, that has seemed so hard. I've just gone over it in my head. And yet I know you can't play defense and I know you can't really do anything about what the other guys are, 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 are going to do, but man, starting seven shots back and how, do, how, as a player, can you do that? And how do you do that? No, I'm, I'm definitely a, a scoreboard watcher. I like to know what's going on around me. Uh, I, I can, I can get, though where JT was coming from I mean you start that many back on the Sunday and you know you're feeling it you start to make a couple birdies and uh, you know you got to keep going forward because you assume the guys in front of you aren't going to come back to you so you got to keep going forward so why even look at it you know make a birdie get on the next tee box and say alright let's see if we can get another birdie here you find another one get to the next tee box alright let's see if we can find another birdie here you just kind of keep going uh, with, with that mindset and if it's working you know why change it uh, I think you know for him and I don't know when he looked at his first board, but if, you know, all of a sudden you get to four or five under and you're kind of hearing what's going on around the golf course. You're not hearing the roars so much. Maybe take a quick uh, glance over there. See, see where you stick, uh, you know, the last couple of holes and see if you have to do anything uh, to get stuff over the top or just kind of uh, just see where you are. And I mean, I think that was actually a pretty good strategy for JT. Obviously it paid off. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and most of the time it, that's really difficult to do because those boards are in strategic spots around the golf course. Yeah, they are. I mean, especially on the backside, I mean, you, you might see one or two on on the front line, but on the back line, you're going to see them on, you know, probably five, six holes. And obviously they're updated, you know, right away. And, uh, you know, that's why I like, you know, uh, looking at them, you know, I like to know where I'm at, where I'm sitting, what I need to do coming down the stretch. And, and I'll always do that. I don't think I'll ever change that, but you know, there are times where, you know, guys say they never look at them. I, I struggle with that, but you know, I, in this situation with JT, I think that was actually you know, a, a pretty good way to approach it. Hey, Troy, before we let you go uh, along this topic, the, the video boards, 
they're now basically like a web page almost. And it even will give you shot link data to say, you know, like if you're on the green, that you know, what's your what's your make percentage, you know, from this distance? Do you, do you ever sort of glance at that and go, oh, good. The, the shot link says I got a 9.4% chance of making this putt. <laughs> Nah, nah, you know, shoot or shoot. When I'm on the green, you know, you always have a feeling that you can make it. I like, well, you have to feel that way for sure. Absolutely. Um, last thing, you mentioned Bobby Brown. Uh, we've talked a lot about uh, Bones, and JT mentioned that the pep talk Bones gave him on Saturday and how helpful uh, that was and, and how critical that was for his success. Scotty Scheffler gave Ted Scott a lot of credit coming off of his Masters win. How big of an impact does, does a caddy make on a player, and how can just the right guy – help you maximize your potential out there? Yeah, I mean, the number one thing is Caddy's got to know his player. Um, you know, obviously, each Caddy brings something different to to the pairing, and, and, and Bobby brings uh, some pretty good patience and a lot of knowledge with him. Uh, he doesn't try to, to drive the car. He lets me do uh, what I need to do out there. Um, he, you know, he's always there as far as decision-making goes and, you know, club selection off the tees and, and, and what we want to do going into greens. And if he doesn't feel, you know, quite right with something that I'm thinking, he'll let me know. Uh, it doesn't happen too often, but uh, he'll let me know. And when we get on and around the greens, he just kind of says, all right, boss, uh, you're up. He just lets me do what I, what I do around the greens. We move on afterwards. Mm, I like that. Well, awesome. Troy, we appreciate you taking some time with us, man. Uh, it was great to watch you last week, and we wish you the best of luck the rest of the season. Yeah. Hey, you're playing well. I might as well go clip one. I, you know, plaid jackets look pretty good on you. Hey, I always look good in plaid. doesn't matter what color it is. <laughs> Take care, bud. We appreciate it. All right, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks. You got it. Troy Merritt joining us. And I didn't even ask him about the Troy Merritt Appreciation fan club that one of the guys on Twitter uh, tried to start. So uh, Troy was bantering with the guys pretty good on Twitter. I thought that was pretty cool stuff. So anyway, wishing Troy the best. Uh, we'll take a short break. More of the show next. Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789 That's 800-944-1789 If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the U.S. 
USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. All right, thanks so much to Troy Merritt for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Jeff Babineau also, if you missed any part of it, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Real Golf is the Twitter handle. We post all the interviews there. You can also download them at your favorite podcaster site. And we appreciate you joining us. Still to come on the back nine. Hour number two, America's favorite caddy will be stopping by. You know, one of the things we didn't talk to Troy about was his Twitter activity. Oh, my. He had guys on there during the middle of the PGA Championship that tweeted, Troy Merritt stinks. (laughs) And he came back with, he answered them. He retweeted it with this comment saying, it did start to get a little warm midway through the back nine. Shower definitely helped after the round with a little hang loose sign. He's totally having fun with these guys. Right when they were, like, calling him out. Uh, Another one uh, said, Troy Merritt must think that it's the golfer with the most bogeys that wins. And he responded, I must have felt this tweet as we walked to the 10th tee. It really helped clean the card up on the back nine. Hashtag Grindfest. I mean, and that guy turned around and started the campaign for... The Troy Merritt Appreciation Fan Club. Oh, I love it. I mean, that's that's the way you diffuse things and not take things too seriously and, and get angry. Um, so hats off. Well done. And thanks for joining us, Troy. Stay tuned. Hour number two is coming up next. Radio News with Tim Berg. 
Gas prices are setting another record. According to AAA, the national average price for regular is now $4.60 a gallon. Regular averaged $4.13 a gallon one month ago. Andrew Lipow is the president of Lipow Oil Associates. He believes gas and energy prices will remain high. We're looking at high gasoline and other energy prices for the foreseeable future. The fact of the matter is, is that oil demand around the world is continuing to grow while the supply is more difficult to come by. That audio courtesy of Fox News. The nation's economy shrunk more than expected in the first quarter. The government revealed a 1.5% decline in the country's GDP during the first three months of the year. It's the worst figure since the second quarter of 2020. This is USA Radio News. Paid for by government.com. Have you heard? The United States Mint has issued the Morgan Silver Dollar for the first time in 100 years. Not only that, but they are also minted in 99.9% pure silver for the first time ever in history. Coin experts are calling this an amazing opportunity for anyone that knows the enduring popularity of Morgans. But you must hurry. Only 175,000 legal tender silver dollars were issued. These Morgan Silver Dollars are brand new, bright and shiny legal tender coins minted by the iconic Philadelphia Mint. Just call one 1- 800-888-7630 and you are guaranteed a new 99.9% pure silver Morgan dollar. The first time in history this has happened, but with limited quantities you must call now to order. To learn more, call 1-800-888-7630. If you order now, you will receive a free collector bonus, a $25 value free with every order. Call 1-800-888-7630 now to secure your new Morgan silver dollars before they are gone. That's 1-800-888-7630. Weekly jobless claims are down. The Labor Department reports 210,000 Americans filed first-time claims for unemployment benefits last week. That's 8,000 fewer than the previous week's total of 218,000. The biggest jumps in claims were Kentucky, California, Illinois, Ohio, and Florida. Michigan's top cop may be getting involved in a fraudulent signature scheme. A fraudulent petition signatures report has been referred to Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel on Wednesday. A suspected signature forgery operation is compromising ballot placement for 19 candidates in Michigan, including four of nine Republican gubernatorial hopefuls. A 10th candidate withdrew from the race on Monday. Michigan's Board of State canvassers, which will accept or deny those signatures, will meet on Thursday. Katie Lewis reporting from the USA Radio News Midwest This is USA Radio News. The buy one, get one free special going on now at MyPillow. MyPillow bed sheets, Giza Elegance MyPillows, the roll and go, go anywhere MyPillows, and a six-piece towel sets on special. Go to MyPillow.com slash USA, use promo code USA, or call 1-800-951-8175 and find out all the great deals you can get right now at MyPillow. MyPillow.com slash USA. Hundreds of people gathered for a vigil Wednesday night in Uvalde, Texas, to remember the victims of the mass shooting that took place earlier this week at Robb Elementary School. Resident Martina Oliva says a community came together in support. We're all coming together, sharing support, love, you know, doing everything that we can. Um, You know, there's not much that we could say to the ones that have been, you know, personally affected by it, but just to show them that we're here and we hear them and, you know, they're not alone. 
A hotly contested Senate race in Pennsylvania is too close to call. From the USA Radio News Los Angeles Bureau, Ellie Andrews explains. Pennsylvania's top officials have ordered a recount in the Senate primary race between Sergeant Mehmet Oz and former hedge fund CEO David McCormick. Now, the current tallies show that the two are separated by less than a thousand votes. Under Pennsylvania law, a recount is automatically triggered if candidates are separated by 0.5% points or fewer. Counties will begin to recount and must finish by June 7th, with final results scheduled on June 8th. The NBA Western Conference Finals continue Thursday night with the Golden State Warriors hosting the Dallas Mavericks in San Francisco. Golden State leads that series three games to one. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so... Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Well, we have nine more holes to go, so how about you two fellas follow me to the 10th tee? On to the back nine, our number two of Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper. Two players down the middle on the tempo. Here's Brian and Bob. Yeah, welcome in. It's the back nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio. Good to be with you as we look back on the playing of the PGA Championship. Southern Hills, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Justin Thomas picking up major number two. And a lot to unpack there about JT as well as those in contention. Will Zalatoris in that playoff. We're going to welcome in America's favorite caddy. Caddies are becoming more and more of the story this year, Bob. Yeah. A lot of them. You know, Teddy Scott, what he was able to do with Scotty Scheffler and now Jim Bones McKay with Justin Thomas and getting a major championship win for Justin and with him. Troy Merritt joined us in hour number one, and he mentioned uh, Bobby Brown and how big of an impact he's been as a caddy as well. If you missed mm-hmm. uh, him or Jeff Babineau from hour one, go to our Twitter handle, at Real Golf, and you can listen to any of the interviews directly from our links there or look us up in your favorite place to download your podcasts and such. Um, as we mentioned, America's favorite caddy will join us coming up here in just a little bit. We'll also hear from Justin Thomas and Will Zalatoris, Mito Pereira, those that were uh, right there in the hunt 
for this uh, Wanamaker Trophy this year at Southern Hills. How about Southern Hills, though, Bob? We haven't spent too much time talking about the golf course specifically, but, you know, when we were there taking a look at the the, the Gill Hands redesign, mm-hmm. I loved how much more open it is. I love the way they've shaved it down, um, the, uh, the, the way the green complexes are. Fall-off areas, yeah. Yeah, it, it's a really... I think is my favorite type of design of a golf course. It's uh, more of a, you know, I don't want to say quite Pinehurst, but it's that idea where you, it just feels yeah. like the golf course can breathe and it invites all kinds of shot making. Yeah. And um, the other thing that really played a big part in this tournament is how they were able to uncover, uncover Joe's Creek and how it ran through 14 holes on the golf course where before it was just all in culverts and, and, um, you know, covered over with dirt. So um, the the redesign, the facelift, whatever you call it, was wonderful. Yeah, Gilhans did a great job and company. Yeah, uh, Mito Pereira wishes that uh, Joe's Creek was still buried because uh, his <laughs> ball found the water there on yep. 18. And we'll talk about that coming back. By now, you've probably heard about the new golf resort coming to St. George, Utah, Black Desert Resort at Entrada. This is going to revolutionize what Utah has to offer in a year-round one-stop golf and vacation experience. At Black Desert Resort, you'll get to play the new 19-hole Tom Weiskopf Championship Golf Course, hone your game at the state-of-the-art practice facility, and have a blast on the 36-hole putting course. And that's just getting started. Black Desert Resort features a resort center hotel, several residential villages designed for your vacation mood, including a family village offering endless fun in the water park. On-site shopping, dining, spa, hiking, and biking trails just begin to describe Black Desert Resort, situated below Snow Canyon and close to everything. Explore the exclusive real estate opportunities available at blackdesertresort.com. That's blackdesertresort.com. Black Desert Resort at Entrada, unlike anything you've experienced before. Why do you play Chrome Soft? It helps me win majors. Same here. I agree. Yo, we want to hit those bombs. Oh, like these? And you? I get way better consistency. And control. There's just no ball that's better. Chrome Soft. Better for the best. Better for everyone. Hi, this is Brian Taylor for my friends at Hoops Vision. As with any health procedure, you want to make sure you're going to get the best care with the best science, technology, and experience, especially when it comes to your eyes. I went through the decision-making process about getting LASIK surgery 13 years ago. I was tired of contacts and glasses, but I worried about having surgery. I went to Hoops Vision, and they walked me through a free consultation that put all my worries to bed. I appreciated the professional manner in which they interacted with me. I felt confident in their vast experience and the fact that they had the best technology. And I knew that if the best golfers in the state trusted their eyes to hoops, so could I. 13 years later, it was still the best decision I ever made. I personally recommend Hoops Vision and want you to have the same great experience I did. Sign up for your free consultation at hoopsvision.com. Mention Real Golf Radio and you'll save $1,000 on your LASIK procedure. That's Hoops Vision and HoopsVision.com. When we think speed, we think about speed tuning every aspect of the new Rogue ST drivers. Really? I just think about hitting bombs. Yeah, past him. When we think total power, we think of our tungsten speed cartridge. A what speed cartridge? I don't know. 
but I like what it does. When we think max distance, we think... Oh, that's bomb. With our fastest, most stable driver ever, there's only one thing you'll think about. Nastier bombs. Think speed. Go rogue with Callaway, the kings of distance. to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. Welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper. It's brought to you in part by Black Desert Resort in St. George, Utah. Go to blackdesertresort.com and find out how remarkable is it within reach. We've got a Tom Weiskopf championship design golf course, a hotel with a spa, restaurant, shopping, and the works, plus uh, residential villages of which you can uh, purchase uh, a unit within, a water park, walking trails. This thing is going to be phenomenal, 2,500 uh, underground parking spots so you can get out of the heat. This thing is going to be top shelf, and you can be a part of it at blackdesertresort.com. All right, we thank you for joining us here. It's looking back at the PGA Championship, huge win by Justin Thomas, and after the win, he was asked just what does it feel like to be in that situation with an opportunity to win? It's just awesome. I don't know really how else to describe it other than that. I mean, that iron shot on 18 – in in regulation like that's that's why i play golf like that's why i practice that's all the hours and and everything and the time put in you want to be in that scenario you want to be in that situation and with the backdrop of the whole gallery up there uh knowing that i'm i'm in contention i have a you know have a decent chance to win this tournament probably one of the hardest if not the hardest hole in the course and i had a great drive down there and to be able to just flag into eight iron like that and when i know that in my head, I needed to make birdie. Um, it's just, it's awesome. It's, it's, it's hard to explain, but it's, it's a full body chills type of feeling. I love that full body chills type <laughs> of feeling. I mean, look, he stepped up. And when I say earlier in the show that he just outclassed everybody, you know, the, the way he played 17 and 18 in regulation and really throughout his final round, he shoots yeah. 67. And, and, and there's a lot of things to talk about. Hey, how, how is it? Is, is he freed up a little bit more knowing he started seven back? Uh, you know, he wasn't looking at leaderboards. He didn't play in the, with the pressure of the final group. There, there's a lot of things that you could talk about. But he had a, even though he didn't look at boards, he had a really good idea from his comments right there that he knew he needed to hit some good shots on 18 for an opportunity to win. He didn't know exactly what that meant or where he would stand, but he knew that he needed to hit those shots. And he, and he hits eight iron up that yeah. hill from 186, I think is what he was. And he was a little juiced up, had a little bit of wind help. But, uh, man, what a shot to about eight feet. Missed the putt, uh, but turned out to be enough to get into the playoff. Well, you know, the interesting thing, too, is uh, that that comment by him was very telling um, where he talks about this is what this is what I practice for, this is what I live for. Um, people don't understand or quite understand that these golfers are phenomenal players and they hit um, and play so well on such difficult and hard golf courses. And, and a lot of people don't understand or realize just what it takes for them to get or what it's taken for them to get to this point in their careers and in the, in their, their lives, the dedication, um, the hours and hours and hours of practice, um, the hours and hours and hours in the gym, everything that goes behind this because they are so focused at being the best that they can possibly be in a game that they truly love. And it's really, really cool to hear his comments like that about um, what it takes, what it took him to get 
to this point and to win this week. And it shouldn't be too big of a surprise, Bob. When you look at Justin Thomas in his year, he's second in strokes gain total, second in strokes gain tee to green. We talked about this is a one of those shots where you've, you've you know these golf courses where you have to play solid. You have to be mm-hmm. able to get your ball around. He was forty fourth on the season in uh, in strokes gain putting. 18th around the green, 5th approaching the green. So, I mean, those are some phenomenal stats for JT. And he's, you know, he's he's got the win. Hasn't won as much as he had hoped. Right. But nevertheless has been playing some phenomenal golf, knocking on the door, and it paid off on a major venue. Well, and if you would have said to him, yeah, you know, um, you haven't haven't had the win so far, but would you take – a PGA championship as compared to winning a couple of other times. And he probably would have said yes, because it means so much to him as far as the PGA of America is concerned with his dad and with his grandfather being PGA professionals. So it's really, it's really kind of a legacy. And we talked about that when he won last time, but it's, it's a really, really cool legacy. You gave, you threw out some really phenomenal stats regarding his play for the year so far. Pretty amazing that uh, he's played 13 events um, he's had eight top tens and he's made already $5.8 million on the year. And we're just, we're just through the middle of May. We've got, you know, three or four more months of, of great golf and, um, two more major championships to go. And it's, uh, it's looking pretty good for Justin Thomas right now. He basically doubled. He got 2.7 for the win of the PGA, basically mm-hmm. doubled what he'd done all year mm-hmm. long. Uh, live golf somewhere saying, Hey, that's chump change, man. Come over here. You can do that in a week. No problem. Uh, but, <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's the great things happening for Justin Thomas and, and it's amazing what the, you know, he talks about, in fact, let's just go ahead and play it. He mentioned, it's just, it's hard to, to win out there. It's hard to have success on tour. It's just so hard to win. Like it is. And it's, I, I legitimately think it's harder to win now than it was when I first came out on tour, just for the, the sake of the depth of the tour. I mean, I, I clearly haven't won the amount of times that a lot of guys, not a lot, a handful of guys have this year, but I feel like I've played just as well as, as anybody on tour this year. I just don't have, I haven't had the trophies to show and I'd fallen in the world ranking. And I mean, that just kind of shows how strong it was or how strong the game of golf is. And I think, it's easy to to start letting some doubt creep in and just kind of like, all right, you know, what's going to happen? When's it going to happen? Is it going to happen? There you go. I mean, all those things like that's normal, right? That's normal golfer stuff. Mm -hmm. And he's worried about and wondering about those same things. Do you, do you believe it? Do you buy into that, that it's harder now? He's only been on tour for a few years, but do you buy in that it's harder to win now because of the depth? Well, I think it is. You see so many guys coming out of college that are so um, ready to win. Guys that that stick their nose right in to contention right off the get-go. You look at Will Zalatoris when he kind of sprung onto the screen of of major championship golf at Augusta and uh, and finishes second the first the first time he plays in the Masters after being you know the best player on the Corn Ferry Tour during the COVID years. Um, but you 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 look at um, Cameron Young, um, he's another guy that, that got right in the middle of this and had an opportunity to win. Mito Pereira, who won three times last year on the Corn Ferry Tour, comes out and gets right in the middle of it um, for this major championship. But uh, when you're looking at Justin Thomas, yeah, he's only won once this year. It was a major championship. 
but he's won 15 times in his career already and has two majors under his belt. And, you know, as he goes along and he continues to throw some more tournaments in there, he's going to make, he's going to make 20. Okay. We've talked about that benchmark. He's going to make 20 and uh, he's going to have a phenomenal career in the game. And, um, you know, however many majors he gets, that kind of thing. He's, he's, He's on the verge of a Hall of Fame career as it sits right now. I would say he's there. 15 tour wins with two yep. majors before the age of 30. Since World yep. War II, Jack Nicholas, Johnny Miller, Tom Watson, Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy, and now Justin Thomas. That's pretty darn good company yep. uh, for yep. some elite level play. Um, he also mentioned the role that bones had in this win the talk that he gave and uh, he felt pretty comfortable that he wouldn't be standing there if it wasn't for the help of his caddy coming up next we're going to welcome in america's favorite caddy we'll ask him about that as we as we mentioned it feels like caddies are becoming more and more of the story Mm -hmm. uh there's uh there's a we meant a discussion right there's uh you know there's a team concept to uh, the way these players are going about it and and I think also these players respect these caddies that have been through it and and they're trying to glean and get as much from them to help them further on their careers and make them great. We'll see what the caddy has to say about that. Plus, we'll still have lots to talk about. Mito Prayers, Alatoris, and much more as we continue here on Real Golf Radio. I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 Let's say life knocks on your door and you need money to live on or pay bills. What do you do? Would your life be better if you were able to take the equity you've built in your home and spend it any way you want? Here's an idea. Call Easy Knock. They can help you convert the equity in your home into cash in just a few days. If your home is worth $100,000 or more, Easy Knock will buy it from you. You get the money you need, and you stay in your home as a renter. Plus, depending on your program, you can buy it back at any time. If you think you might not qualify, remember... They can say yes when your bank says no. Call Easy Knock now and get the cash you need out of your home. Easy Knock is not a lender. Its products are not available in all markets. Terms and conditions apply. 800-245-9187. 800-245-9187. That's 800-245-9187. Come on. You watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then, if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. 
with the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than 1000 If you owe the IRS 5000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back. It's Real Golf Radio, PGA Championship Recap Edition. Thanks so much for being a part of the show. Brian and Bob with you. This segment brought to you by Odyssey. 40 consecutive major championship uh, domination uh, streak by Odyssey Golf. Check out odysseygolf.com. The number one putters at major championships. The number one putter in golf. There are bag rats. And then there are caddies. Maybe. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is. The caddy on Real Golf Radio. Caddy joins us every week here on Real Golf Radio. Caddy, how are you? Uh, I'm not complaining. Well, then you're not caddying. That's right. Mm-hmm. I'm not. It's dark right now. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I know that's one thing Caddy told us early on. If you're not complaining, you're not caddying. So. That's right. Mm-hmm. There's no question about it. I'll tell you who's not complaining so, is uh, JT. Um, That's who's, what I was uh, gonna say, JT and Bones. Yeah, they're they they got a little bit of little cash and nice big trophy. Oh man, there's just a lot of love going along in this new fledgling relationship. It's kind of like you know when you're first married and everything's perfect and yeah. So we got got a big love fest going on. <laughs> so you're love saying fest. that you're saying that JT and Bones are in the honeymoon phase of their caddy relationship. Uh, could be something like that. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh, well, that's funny. You know, um, Bones said that uh, as far as a TV analyst is concerned, the only person that he would leave his job for was Justin Thomas. Bones told me that personally in the caddy lounge, if we want to call it that, at uh, a tournament uh, earlier this year when I hadn't seen him for ages. And he told me that he said he's the only guy I would have uh, I would have done this for. And why is that? Did he say? Uh, I don't remember him really expounding on it. I think um, there's probably lots of combinations that I would throw in there as being factors. One is that one is one is JT's. Obviously, he's a really good player. So, but there's other really good players who are even better than JT that bones did not say I'd go leave for that guy. Um, so what beyond that, it's probably, it has a lot to do with personality. He probably really enjoys 
hanging out with him. He gets along great with him. Um, that's a big deal when you're caddying. I mean, you gotta, at, at the very least, as a player or a caddy, you gotta be able to put up with the person you're spending nine hours a day with. Um, and, and really that doesn't work. You gotta like the person. You gotta enjoy being with them and, 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 especially because when you get under stress, you know that, you know where things go when you get under stress. Yeah. So it probably is mostly to do with personality. There's obviously game, there's personality. Could be the way JT plays too. He's, um, he's, he's a good ball striker. Um, I think, I think the players championship when JT won and bones was watching him that last day, he was commenting about the ball striking and I, it seemed to have such a big, effect on him and look obviously worked for one of the greatest players of all time Phil Mickelson but Phil was not known as a ball striker um, and JT is and Bones might have just been going wow how cool would it be to someone who does that all the time that would be fun to watch and it is fun to watch the ball striker there's no doubt about it never gets old all right never gets old all right so now you got to help us out you got we got we got a little bit of a side topic here ball okay. striker Ball striker. Phil yeah. Mickelson is not a ball striker, but Justin Thomas is a ball striker. So you got to help me understand what the heck ball striker means then, because I think I'm confused. Yeah, so, yeah, so, so there's a thing. It's kind of like a manly thing to be a great ball striker. Mm-hmm. And a lot, of, a lot of people who – there's just, the, people think that hitting it good is like a manly thing, and if you happen to putt good and get away with it, that's not real manly. Right, Bob? It's, you don't. Yeah. Dad, I good. Yeah. Look at Hogan's comment with your dad, right? Perfect example. Yeah. Well, because right. ball, ball strikers who don't shoot good scores always look down on the guys who beat the, the pants off them on the golf course. Yeah, but I hit it better than that guy, so that makes me better than him. Well, <laughs> not in the record books and not at the bank. But So, yeah, but, but so anyway, is, are you getting to some sort of definition of ball striker then? Because I think it's hard yeah, to define. I mean, I can say, I can look and I can say Johnny Miller was a ball striker. Uh, Sergio Garcia is a ball striker. Uh, what does that mean? That, that means they're really good at hitting the golf balls, but they can't putt? Is that is that the definition of a ball striker? We're going to go beyond that. Kenny Perry was a really good ball striker, but he was a one-dimensional guy. He had a real high hook, but he was a good ball striker. Then there mm. are shot makers. Mm. Then there are the shot. Chi-Chi, shot maker. Lee Firmino, shot Yeah. Lee, Nick Baldo, shot maker. The guys who move the ball both ways, up, down. Tiger Woods, 100%. Ball striker and shot maker <laughs> and great putter. And there so, you have it. And Bones said that Justin Thomas, he thinks, has more shots than anyone on tour. So that goes right into what you're saying with ball striker. Or shot maker. Yeah. Or shot maker. I have a, so I'm going to make an a, – a, having observed a little bit of JT – by the way, um, the only time I've been around Justin Thomas personally, I was walking off the, the range at Kapalua, and Jimmy Johnson was standing there with Justin's, um, with um, with JT's dad. And I had, I hadn't met any of them at this point in time, except obviously Jimmy. And as I, and, and JT was firing out off a driver, and he pulled it a little bit. It was pretty good, pretty good rip. And and Jimmy says, "Hey, Sebby, what do you think of that drive?" And without even hesitating or stopping walking. I just said, I said, my players never hit that one off far offline in 35 years and just kept walking. And <laughs> said, said JT and his dad look at me like, 
who the, who's this guy? <laughs> and Jimmy was, Jimmy was trying not to laugh. <laughs> so JT may not be a big fan of mine, actually. After that, the only thing I've ever said to him was, you know, I was joking, but he probably took me seriously. So, but JT, he, I'm he telling took you, a, I, but he took a it, moment to praise your yardage books in his interview at the PGA. So he sure did. He sure did. But he probably didn't connect those two. <laughs> he probably still older from many years ago. Yeah, but your player, so. your player led the PGA Tour in driving accuracy for like almost like eighty percent of his career. So there's that. Yeah, he was insane. It's crazy good. Hey, so, so ball Bob, strikers, there's ball yeah, good. shot makers, right? Okay. Yeah. There's ball strikers. And, yeah, I mean, shot making's pretty cool. It's probably overrated in effectiveness for golf success. What was Phil? Phil was definitely a shot maker, okay. 100%, but not a ball striker. But not a ball striker, okay. Yeah. I, have we gotten a definition? Are you are you clear on that, Bob? Do you, can, you, can you take what the caddy just said and put that in a sentence? And say ball striker, and then fall and say what it is. I can do it. Ball, ball strikers hit fairways and greens. <laughs> oh no, that's not that's not it. That's Better not it, right? Here it is. Else. All right, here I got it for you. Okay, a ball a ball striker is someone who consistently hits the ball the same clean, solid, consistent way, shot after shot after shot. That's a ball striker. The guy can really hit it good. A shot maker is simply someone who can move the ball all over the place at will. They don't necessarily like Bubba is Bubba's definitely a shot maker. I mean, hundred percent shot maker. Teddy would tell you he's also a ball striker because he also hits it good all the time. So you don't have to if you hit a little fade every single time and you pull it off every single time and you can't hook it at all. Let's take Bruce Lipsky, right? Bruce Litsky was not a shot maker, but he was a ball striker. Yeah. Steve Stricker. Stricker, I would say, would be probably a, more of a ball striker for sure. Jim Ferrick. Not a uh, ball striker. Tiger. He already said both. 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 Uh, let's see. What's another? Bernhard Longer. He is a cyborg. He doesn't count because he's clearly not human. In fact, I was, I once was actually in the physical fitness trailer where they work on guys. And when I walked in there, the door was kind of like blocked and locked, but I opened it anyway. And they kind of all looked at me and they were trying to cover Bernhard's arm with towels. And because it was actually open and you could see the wires and inside mm-hmm. under the thing. Mm-hmm. There we go. Yep. They had the so little oil actually, can out too, huh? Yep, they did. They had the oil out. It was like the Tin Man. <laughs> Only he has a heart. All right. So, well, do you, so do you think Bones has made a big impact with Justin Thomas, especially after what he said where you don't have to be perfect. You just have to be yourself. Just keep staying positive so that good stuff can happen. And that was at the end of the third round before the fourth round. Yeah, if you believe what JT said, he said he wouldn't have won if he hadn't gotten that pep talk. Yeah. That's pretty high praise. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. So, look, we know how psychological golf is, right? What did what, what was Hubert Green's line? He said 105% of golf is 95% mental or something like that. I don't know what it was. <laughs> I thought it was Mike Reed that said that golf's 90% mental and te- the other 10% is all in your head. 
Yeah, something like that. I saw Mike Reed slam a club into a granite tee marker one time on a par three. No in a way. Champions event. Yes, and when I saw that, it made me understand what Tommy Bolt meant when he said, this here's a game that the Pope would get mad at. <laughs> Mike Reed might be the closest player to the Pope out there. <laughs> he is, Mike Reed got to like, the mildest mannered guy, like Clark Kent at his best, was never as mild mannered as Mike Reed, was he? Did he? No. Did he? Did he exclaim, "Darn!" as he did that? <laughs> he made no verbal, verbal. <laughs> he did not lash out verbally at the time, but he did kind of look at us like, "I can't believe I just did that." And <laughs> yeah, I mean, we were all, we were all. It, it, there was just silence on the tee for several seconds because no one you you're kind of looking at each other like did i just see that did did we just witness something that did hold on a second did that just happen anyway <laughs> hey mike i hope you're doing well i think he's doing great uh yeah. all right so last thing caddy there's been a lot made about bones that you know last week with jt uh certainly teddy was a big story coming out of augusta with yeah. scotty scheffler so is is uh, is there just more being talked about, or do you, s- do you suppose the role of the caddy is expanding? At Progressive, you can get 24-7 protection, even if you break the space-time continuum. Wait, every time you wake up is the same day? That's terrible. Yeah, don't worry. I call Progressive. Their 24-7 protection still works, even if my day does last forever. Yeah, but don't you want it to end? Are you kidding? I win the lottery whenever I want and never regret anything. It's the best. Yeah, that's a good point. Progressive offers more than a great price when you bundle home and auto. We offer round-the-clock protection, which literally means anytime. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Remember your favorite movie moments? Ever thought about collecting them and connecting with your favorite creators? Now you can turn that wish into a reality with Real 8. Real 8 is an inaugural NFT marketplace for fans to collect exclusive behind-the-scenes moments. With Real 8, you can access unique experiences like meeting the cast and crew live. Visit real8.com slash USA now to join a community of like-minded fans and get even closer to the films you love. Don't miss the latest NFT drop. Check out real8.com slash USA. That's R-E-E-L, the number 8.com slash USA. Do you have no credit or bad credit? Well, now it's no problem with YourCreditPulse.com. Our experts have the comprehensive knowledge to help you aggressively navigate and remove any irregularities from your credit report. Call 559-761-9421 for the solution you've been looking for from buying a house or a car or securing your next personal or small business loan. All you have to do to get started with a confidential and free consultation is call 559-761-9421 or go to our website at YourCreditPulse.com now. If you work remote, Staples has you covered. A storage cabinet that I can roll out of the way on weekends? Staples has you covered with stylish and functional home office furniture and decor curated by Staples Work From Home Style Squad. And now, enter the Staples Find Your Work From Home Style sweepstakes to win a home office makeover. Explore solutions for your workspace at Staples. See staplesconnect.com slash WFH style for rules and details. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Open a legal residence of the 50 U.S. and D.C. 18 and older and 67. Your family could play baseball against teams in the Caribbean? Well, now they can set sail and do just that with Team Avenue Baseball on one of its iconic Caribbean cruise camps. That's right. If they love baseball and want an experience they'll never forget, then you need to call 559-321-6701 or visit TeamAvenueBaseball.com right now. Founded by former pro ball players, TeamAvenueBaseball.com will lead to the baseball adventure of a lifetime. Call 559-321-6701 now. Attention weekend gardeners, don't let insect pests destroy your hard work. 
Fight back with Maggie's Farm, created by pest control professionals. Maggie's Farm plant and mineral-based products provide amazingly effective insect control, like our 3-in-1 garden spray for organic gardening. Deadly on garden insects, but safe to use around children and pets. Maggie's Farm, lethal to bugs, easy on the planet. Now, for a limited time, get a free box of our patented no-spill and kill bait stations with purchase at greenbugkiller.com. That's greenbugkiller.com. It's more that it's being talked about and publicized. However, um, I think uh, when Jordan Spieth got into the Wii thing so much, and I think there's a, there's pro- if you took, say, Hale Irwin's generation of golfers, or, or of, of, of golfers, or Jack Nicklaus generation, versus this generation, I think this generation looks at the caddy as being a much more valuable potential asset than the older generation did. More of a team concept. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Ab- ab- now, I'm not saying that if you go back to Tom Watson and ask him what happened out of those open championships you won, or maybe you you go back with um, some of the Masters caddies who won all their events, um, the Augusta caddies, I, I think you might find those players think, yeah, that guy really helped me. He really did this and that. But as a whole, um, look, caddies didn't start traveling on tour really till the 70s. It didn't even start till then. And the, the PGA used to have a rule that you couldn't work for the same player more than, what, two or three weeks in a row. That was a rule. Mm-hmm. You couldn't caddy for the same guy all the time, even. So it, it's evolved a lot. It's changed a lot since I started in 89 or 90. Um, when I went out there, most of the guys worked for different players every few weeks. Most of the guys were lifelong loopers who were not necessarily very good players. Um, now, m- most of the caddies, a lot of the caddies, played golf professionally, almost made the tour. Some did make the tour. Bones was an All-American in college. He can play. Um, There's lots of guys who can really, really play good golf. And I'm talking, there's probably 20 or 30 caddies who have no idea how many times they've shot in the 60s in their life. No idea when we talk about the scoring thing, right? There's guys who are really good. Brett, how about Waldo? Brett was caddying full-time just decided to go to Q school and got his corn fairy card. He wasn't even playing and practicing and he got his corn fairy card. I mean, that's how good these guys can, some of these guys can really go. And, um, so there's a lot more of that going on. It's a, it's kind of a different, I think it's gone from being, we're going to go caddy and travel around the country and drink and party and have a good time to where now it's like, Hey, um, I can have a serious career doing something that's the next best thing to play mm. and make a lot of money and have a lot of fun. And, and, it, but, but the guys don't, I'm sure there's much less extracurricular activity. Let's call it. Let's say that the proclivities are no longer there. Like they mm. probably used to be. Cool. The nicknames are getting tamer. Probably. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Hold that thought. We'll have to do that next time. We're out of time, but uh, 
That was a good discussion. I, I liked it. I liked and, it. And here we are, two majors down, and caddies were a large part of the story in both of them. So, you know what? It's pretty cool stuff. Thanks for your insights and stories, as always, man. We appreciate it. Thank you, gentlemen. That's the caddy joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Stay tuned. More of the show next. Back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. Welcome back. This segment is brought to you by Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. Go to odysseygolf.com. And uh, we thank you for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Twitter handle is at Real Golf. If you've missed any part of it, be sure to uh, jump out and follow us on Twitter. You can get it on demand as well as where your favorite podcasts are found. Thanks to the caddy for joining us. And, uh, you know, we, we talked a lot about... Uh, JT and his comments about his caddy. Here is what he actually had to say. I mean, I, I'm fully confident saying that I, I wouldn't be standing here if I if he didn't give me that. Uh, wasn't necessarily a speech, but a talk, if you will. And I mean, I just needed to let some steam out. I needed. I, I didn't need to bring my frustration and anger home with me. I didn't need to to leave the golf course in a negative frame of mind. Um, and I just went down. I mean, I played played pretty well yesterday for shooting four over and I, I felt like I'd played terrible and he was just like dude like you're you've got to be stopping so hard on yourself you know you, you're in contention every single week we're playing um I've had a lot of chances to win tournaments and it's a hard golf course it's a major championship like it doesn't have to be you don't have to be perfect and just don't be hard on yourself just kind of let let stuff happen and everything is trending the right direction so just keep staying positive so that good stuff can happen and, um, I mean, I, I left here in, a, in an awesome frame of mind. I mean, it was very – I was – I think the last player here was like this out right now. I mean, it was so peaceful. It was, it was almost kind of eerie how beautiful it was outside. And I just was – there's not, not very many times after shooting four over on, uh, on Saturday of a major, I, I left in as good a frame of mind as I have. I mean, that's huge, right? I mean, JT letting us in on some of the mindset. You don't get yep. that unless the guy goes on to win. And, you know, I, I think there's so much to, to glean from that. You know, as we go out there and we play in a, a, a match or we go out and play in a, in a group with our buddies or a club championship or, or a member guest, it's so easy to beat ourselves up or to feel like we're out of it or, the, you know, and uh, I, I think there's, there's something to that. Now, these guys, obviously JT playing at, at the elite highest level, knowing the work that he's put in, and mm-hmm. what he's capable of, Bones is saying, quit being so hard on yourself. Yeah. And, and, it, and, and you got to kind of get out of your own way. And it was just saying the right thing at the right time that enabled him to get out there, freed him up to go shoot yeah. that 67 on Sunday. Yeah, I loved, I loved that comment. Allow good things to happen. Mm. Allow good things to happen. That changes the whole focus, the whole dynamic on what's going on. Yeah, you know. You're going to you're going to make some mistakes. You're not going to play so well sometimes and stuff, but get yourself in a position to allow good things to happen. And that was awesome advice. Eight top 10s and he's beating yeah. himself up, right? I yeah. mean as we as we played the cut in, in Cuz he hadn't he hadn't won yet this year. Yeah, he yeah. talked about how hard it was to win. Well, yeah. on the flip side of that, uh, he knows uh JT knows uh just how hard it was on Mito Pereira. I I have had times in my career when I've feel like I've let a tournament get away and it's I mean it's it's brutal it's not fun but at the same time 
if you're able to channel that and look back at it later, whenever the time is, when you're kind of, I guess, calm down and, and to, to reflect, I mean, he'll be able to learn from it and be better from it. And I know that, you know, down the road, whether it's this year or, or years to come, if he's standing on 18 with a one-shot lead in a major, he's going to feel more comfortable because he's able to draw back on this experience. And he played unbelievable golf this week. I mean, there's no reason to to hang his head. And All right, there you go, JT, on Mito Pereira. It was a heartbreaker. Afterwards, yeah. Mito, like a champ, uh, stood and faced the media. Uh, obviously, it's sad to be here, not in the playoff or not have make part, just win, straight win. But... Um... I mean, in 18, I wasn't even thinking about the water. I just wanted to put it in play, and I guess I aimed too far right. I just hit it in the water. Um, uh, it's not how I ended up. I wanted to end it up this week, but um, really good result. Uh, played really good today. I was really nervous. I mean, I tried to handle it a little bit, but it's really tough. Um, I thought I was going to win on 18, but it is what it is. We'll have uh, another one. I mean, some terrific comments there, Bob. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love the comment of that, you know, um, where he, he just kind of flipped it and said, we'll get we'll get another one. Um, uh, I thought I was going to win, but that's okay. We'll get another one. Moving on and um, trying to learn something from it. 19 events he's played this year. He's made the cut in 14. He has two top tens, two third-place finishes, and he's made over two point two million dollars wow. coming off of the corn ferry tour first year first year on the pga tour yeah i mean in the corn ferry tour he wins three times what did he make yep. last year on the corn ferry tour winning three times probably nine hundred thousand yeah maybe yeah maybe maybe close to a million dollars so here he is already with over two million dollars it's phenomenal uh it's life-changing stuff he mm-hmm. becomes he records the best finish by a chilean in a major championship yeah. so yeah, you know, he would have become he would have been the first uh, Chilean to win a major championship. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'll give CBS credit, you know, for for having Joaquin Neiman hang around and, and inter- do the interview with Amanda and then stay around and keep showing him. I thought that was actually really compelling at, at a was. time when I wasn't really sure if I was kind of checking out a little bit or dozing off, you know, to to listen to Joaquin talk about his friend and how they grew up together and some of the stories it just created, it was a great job of creating interest with a player that you probably didn't know before then. Right. And right. that allowed you to buy in a little bit. And, mm-hmm. and I like, I thought, I thought they did a really nice job with that. No, they did a great job. And, um, you know, I, one of the stories I thought was really, really cool is Ed, when he was 16 playing with professionals in Chile and um, he, he felt totally comfortable and at home and beating the brains out of those guys. And, and here he is. First year on the PGA Tour, not even what seven or eight months into it, and and he's playing some phenomenal golf and had a chance to win a major championship. Yeah, and he says there'll be another one. Do you buy into yep. that? Oh yeah, absolutely. He's too good of a player, too good of a ball striker, got too good of a mind. If you can win on on levels, different levels, including you know amateur and and professional, and you know he proved it at Corn Ferry Tour. He's going to win on the PGA Tour. Now, I'll give you that. Not to mention he's got the ball speed. I mean, 197 yep. mile an hour yep. ball speed on that they recorded yep. on some of that stuff. Yep. You know, phenomenal. Uh, so yeah, we got to know Mito Prayer a little bit. Will Zalatoris, on the other hand, boy, it seemed like a grind for him all day long. At the end of the day, he clutched up just enough to get himself in that playoff. 
Yeah, you know, I uh, actually thought that tee ball on 18 went in the water. So, uh, you know, the fact I was able to get into a playoff was huge. Um, you know, I fought like crazy all day. You know, I thought, uh, you know, I really thought I need to make a few birdies really kind of 12 through 15 and um, just was barely missing on the edges. And, um, you know, speed got off a little bit. I had a lot of putts that were uphill but breaking about a foot and a half, and they're just so hard to hit, especially out here, just because you know they can run away from you. Um, but pretty proud of the resolve that I had. Um, you know, I, I think yesterday was really the day that, you know, looking back on it, I was pretty frustrated with. Um, yeah. You know, the first nine holes I thought was – was a was really good experience, especially going forward. Um, you know, after, especially after missing the cut last week, I'm obviously pretty proud to be sitting in this position. Considering Saturday, I would have would have never thought I would have been standing here. So, um, you know, I, I was always it felt like I was always one, two, three back. And then um, once I saw Mito hit on the water on 18, I know that putt that I was going to have on 18 was probably to get into a playoff. Um, so, you know, I will bottle that putt on 18 for, uh, for the future. So um, pretty excited where my game's at for sure. And, you know, like I said earlier, I'm, I know I'm going to get one. It's just a matter of time. Yeah, I mean, look, he got a lot of criticism for his putting and his putting stroke, especially when they zoomed in on it. But he was 10th in strokes game putting. He made 16 yep. birdies. You know, I mean, his ball striking was there. He was 11 and approached the green uh, for in the field. So he's 19th off the tee. He, he's got the game, and he's 24 years old. Bob. Yes, yes. And, and uh, you know, here, here we've got a year on tour for him where he's played in 15 events, six top tens, a couple second-place finishes, and, and made almost $4.5 million and finishes second again in another major championship. He will knock on, he's knocking on the door right now, but he's going to go through that door really quickly. Kyle Porter with CBS uh, tweeted out that uh, low aggregate score through the first two majors. Rory leads at nine under, Zalatoris at eight under, JT at six, Cam Smith at five, by the way. So yeah. uh, interesting there. I mean, obviously Zalatoris is playing almost good enough to win. Might he jump out at Brookline? You never know. Does he look like a little bit of a Francis we met? I don't know, kind of. <laughs> Stay tuned. We'll wrap up the show next. Here's a simple solution for you. If you have back pain, knee pain, or any other pain in your body, it's as simple as drinking a glass of water every day. Your body is over 60% water, and drinking the best water you can get is crucial for your health. Echo Antioxidant Water, developed by Synergy Science, is the best water you can drink, and it's only available through this special radio offer. Over 1,000 research studies have shown that the powerful antioxidant used in Echo Antioxidant Water can reduce inflammation, improve brain function, help you sleep better, and boost gut health. With just two glasses a day, you can experience these benefits right from the comfort of your home. Some people have even replaced their morning coffee jolt with Echo Antioxidant Water. Call now and learn which Echo product by Synergy Science is right for you. We offer free shipping and a full 30-day money-back guarantee. Change your health by simply changing your water. 800-944-1789. 800-944-1789. That's 800-944-1789. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. 
AlgaCal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. AlgaCal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And AlgaCal Plus contains all of them, and it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. AlgaCal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how AlgaCal Plus can and start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back. Thanks again to all who joined us here on Real Golf Radio. Jeff Babineau, uh, who's writing for the PGA of America. Troy Merritt, who finished tied 41st. The caddy joined us on the back nine as well. Again, Twitter handle's at Real Golf, and you can search for uh, us there or wherever your favorite podcasts are found. All the show and the segments and interviews are available on demand. It's been fun looking back at the PGA Championship, hearing from the players and those in contention. One of the things I wanted to ask you about, Bob, is you know going into it, we always want to preview or pick who we think is going to win, and we look at various factors and and uh, a lot of names and star power too. And you know those guys mm-hmm. didn't exactly show up. John Rahm was my main guy, and he finished tied 48th. You and I both can you know. Uh, consensus agreed on Scotty Scheffler. He's number one in the world and playing some phenomenal golf. Shot 71-75 and missed the cut. Uh, you know, uh, Brooks Kepka, you know, didn't have a lot of high expectations for him. He finished tied 55th. But Tr- Jordan Spieth was one that you mentioned who was trying to get the career grand yeah. slam. And, you know, 74 in round number three was tough on him. He ended up finished tied 34th at four over. Yeah, and... Uh, uh... Xander Shoffley was a guy that uh, that we thought was going to do well, as um, and he finished at even par and tied for 13th. But the thing about these guys are we're playing a game where you don't have a lot of support around you other than, like, your caddy and that kind of thing. You have to hit the shots. It's an individual game. And every single week, you can either have a really good week one week and then a not-so-good the next week. It, that's the game that these guys play, and unfortunately, they didn't play well enough to have an opportunity to win the golf tournament. 
Well, hats off to all those who did play well, especially Justin Thomas, who picks up win number 15 in his second major championship, his second PGA championship. Thanks to our producer, Dave Glauser. For Bob Casper, I'm Brian Taylor. Thanks to you for tuning in and joining us. We'll see you next week right here on Real Golf Radio. Thank you for listening to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. Follow us on Twitter at Real Golf. And join us every week on the Real Golf Radio Network.